on this episode of Japan 2.0. It's like, oh, the black bag? And I was like, yeah, you know about it? Yeah, it's totally so conservative, Japan. to get away from the trains yeah. but i hear the trains uh right. at our new location people yeah like, people like the trains yeah that's uh, right it's a good response from that i'm matt i'm a train conductor this is david i am the train station master oh if you don't know what that is i'm the one who stands by the ticket gate yeah yeah and um yeah this is a podcast not about trains but about japan and we're here matt matt's had some creative uh, episode topics lately which <laughs> According to Spotify, have been our most popular ones, actually. Uh, referring to the awkward and embarrassing situations episode. It's our most popular one on Spotify. Yeah, Good so um, this was a follow-up. And yeah. it's kind of um, an idea that I, I talked about after. And I was kind of upset that I didn't, didn't make that episode. Yeah. Because it's something that... New, like New yeah. content from our failed memories. So um, this one might be a little bit short and sweet. But um, yeah, basically, it has to do with something that uh, you get a lot. If you go to the supermarket or you go to the pharmacy, there's many kind of stores that give you this. Yeah. The bookstore or um, you know a DVD, <laughs> a DVD store. Perhaps, you know, I'm yeah. not quite been there. Yeah, yeah I've been to not Sutaya. I've, I've rented movies before. I yeah, in Japan. Which one yeah. got you the, this item? Well, um, yeah, <laughs> the bag of shame, as Matt calls it. The bag of shame. If you see this the episode, ba- yeah. Japanese bag of shame, and yeah. I didn't. didn't I knew originally uh, I first read it and I kind of forgot and I was asking you like bag of shame what's that I thought you just meant like our most ashamed things but there's literally a bag of shame in Japan although no one calls it that except for us yeah we call it the bag of shame which is what uh, well the bag of shame is a black bag yes. so it's a black pa- plastic bag um, most companies most uh, businesses they have bags just normally like you could get like yeah, a, japan is the land of the plastic bags so they've not moved on to that trend yet of uh, bringing your own bag yeah and but, sometimes the bags have like the emblem of the company that you're shopping at or um sure. you know the market in you know, the name like, of the market on the bag yeah, just like 10 years ago in most countries or five years ago right <laughs> back in time uh yeah so you just get a normal transparent bag is what's very common here yeah and so if you buy vegetables or you buy whatever you know that they'll just put it in these plastic bags yeah transparent bags however (laughs) there is a black bag yes when was the first time you had the black bag of shame i think the first time i got the black bag of shame was when i bought toilet paper yes yeah toilet and that paper. is maybe the most undeserving one of, yeah. of the things that go in there i think right yeah i always thought like what? it's kind of weird like i'm coming home and i i i only get this black bag when i buy toilet paper but that bag is bigger than the normal bag right oh so it's I remember, huge. that yeah. might have been my first time getting it too i do think well maybe this is their big size bag is black and the small size bag is clear you know yeah it didn't dawn on me until i think i bought something i bought like um a, a sneaker one time i bought i was at mandrake I bought like a sneaker mag. It has like, you know, like old Air Force Ones and stuff. But the girls are holding them are kind of like sexy. Like, 
I don't know. There's it's like a car magazine, you know, those horrible car magazines that the yeah. girls are put. It's like that for sneaker people, and it was really really cheap. And I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny, and I bought it. It was like one of those like I'm in Japan things, and it came in a black bag, and I was like, oh, I think it dawned on me then like the toilet paper they think is like embarrassing yeah like yeah. <laughs> really toilet paper is embarrassing like i i can get this kind of like pseudo you know um girls in bikinis holding shoes thing i kind of get that a little bit but the toilet paper really and then like i wanted to like confirm it you know and i asked liz like hey when you buy feminine products it's like oh the black bag and i was like yeah you know about it like, yeah it's totally so conservative japan it's it's a strange thing Yes, it says something about Japan. I think um, there's a little bit of psychology that goes into it. So, I think toilet paper, like you said, was the first thing we noticed, yeah. and uh, it's definitely the first thing I noticed. And I was like, yeah, it's not that embarrassing. Like everybody gets toilet paper, right? Yeah. But I think part of the reason why it's toilet paper is because um, then it could anybody else getting a bag of the black bag of shame could just have toilet paper right ah so it has to be one like not so bad one yeah well, you can tell by the size though you can tell what's in there um a I lot got of a times porno mag or they will bag of like 36 rolls of toilet paper yeah which one is it but i think the, the idea is that you know it could be anything it could be there. anything right yeah, it's not necessarily so when i was running dvds right i was just running i never thought about you know, like i never thought about this deeply as yeah holding a black bag then you'd assume what's in there more so than a normal bag it makes it worse doesn't yeah. it yeah so at first i was thinking like okay if you're gonna get something in the black bag of shame then anybody sees you walking with a bag like that they're gonna think you have something dubious in there right so for example i bought like a fungus cream once and <laughs> they put it in the black bag oh really yeah yeah, yeah and i was like well what wh- what else could they, you know, it could be anything. Like, anybody could look at me and think, like, oh, he's got, like, you know, Bag something really, yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing they put in black bags. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it but, could yeah, be the worst. And so the worst, I'm like, right? yeah, well, if you just gave me, like, the plain bag, like, nobody would <laughs> think yeah. that I have anything you fungus, you know? Much, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the black bags, you really, you can't see through. Those, you can't see through. Even the even the white bag, I don't think is that transparent. Like, I would definitely, if I had something, I was, there's things that I think, all right, I'm kind of glad to have a bag where no one can see what's in here. If I'm in my own neighborhood or something, right? Even for me, uh, if I go buy a bunch of beer or something, like on a Friday after work, and I have to, like, walk past the students, I do kind of, like, try to, like, not show the bag off, you know? Like, for mm-hmm. example... Yeah, if there was a, a bag for that, I'd kind of appreciate that, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, alcohol is not something that comes in a black bag. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I think a, another reason why they might have this system is because um, depends are very, very big yes. deal here yes, in Japan. Yes, yes. So famously, um, when you go to the diaper section at a pharmacy kind of store, there are more adult diapers than kids' diapers. Yeah, the selection is much bigger for adults sometimes it's a huge aisle yeah and i think you know i mean people probably don't want to walk around with that you know shining through their silvery plasticky bag right yeah so um i think part of part of it is the discretion and i think that would be a more conservative group of people too right yeah that crowd 
Well, I mean, when you have to use the pens, you're going to want to be walking around with your adult diapers, you know, <laughs> yeah. showing them to the world. I yeah. guess there's a lot of things that are cool. You can make cool with age, but yeah, diapers are <laughs> probably not one. Maybe that's our, uh, you know, everything's all about like no shaming now. Yeah. That'll be our new one, man. We got to make like cool adult diapers. Well, maybe we have to um, get rid of the bag of shame. Maybe there that's are. That's the start. That's yeah, the start, yeah. isn't it? So while we were talking about this, I thought of something else that's very similar to the bag of shame that also, I think it's for the same reason. Mm. And um, it, and that's uh, book covers. Yes, yeah, a good uh, parallel, isn't it? Yeah. So if you go to a bookstore, like a, a big, it could be a big book chain. Um, uh, Kiyokuniya Books is one of them. Book Off um, does it. Book Off, yeah. yeah. Um, and you buy like a comic book or um, it could be a novel sometimes they'll ask you if you want to wrap it mm. and uh basically they'll cover the sh- the cover of your book with a uh like a paper like a paper wrap it's almost always white yeah yeah so people can't see what you're reading it reminds me of being in school i had certain teachers that were very conscious of keeping their books nice and like our first homework assignment of the first week was always to like wrap it in uh brown paper like uh what are those paper bags yeah, yeah like a paper paper bag, bags yeah. I was always, like, horrible at doing it. Mine looks so janky <laughs> compared to everyone else's, I remember. Um, I, like, I always didn't like those teachers. Now, looking back on it, it's probably a good idea. But uh, it, when I first saw them out here, I was like, that's weird. Why are they, are they like, a student? Why are they got to cover their book cover, you know? And my first instinct was, like, oh, they're probably reading something, like, naughty in yeah. public. Because you're always in public here, right? You're at the training. Sure. I asked my students about it because they would do it. And I was like, you're not you don't have the audacity to do that in front of me in class and they said oh it's because the resale market's so big here and like especially with manga culture like you just read it you're done in a day it's such an easy read you're done in a day and you want to sell it back and get the most of your money he said that the reason they do it was to keep them clean yeah keep like and if you have something dirty yeah yeah, you can keep it from other people's lives (laughs) dirty in more ways than one yeah um yeah i really wonder what percentage is for what though you know like I think it's the fact that they have the bag of shame and they have yeah, the, the yeah, book cover. It, 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 it does. It works for multiple purposes. Yeah. And I think it does keep discretion alive, right? So, and privacy and discretion, like, alive. Yeah. Well, based on this conversation, now when I see the bag of shame, I don't really see it. I can't ever remember seeing someone with a black bag, though. I think I'm more conscious about it when I'm walking around with one. You know, like I'm like, oh, oh yeah, when I, I definitely have, have when something. When I have it, I'm definitely, yeah, same, de- same. Devious. But I'm a deviant. I mean. Mondrake is a good, Mondrake is a good example of a place that. You yeah, wouldn't expect. I don't know if it is standard bag. issue, give black bags. I mean, 90% of what they sell there is just normal manga, anime stuff. It's 10% is weird. Yeah, maybe twenty percent. You think? A I think bit uh, probably a little 20%? more. Than, I'd right. say like fifty percent of really? it. Really? You know, it's a little like I wouldn't say it's it's weird, but you know, if if somebody's getting a, a DVD covered with anime boobs, they probably you know, I don't know. Some yeah. people might want to show it, but since, uh, you know, since, I think a lot of people want discretion. You know, since this episode's a bit short, we should maybe do a Know Your Chain Mandrake. We've talked about it on the show before, but never like fully, right? I don't know. I think maybe we did an early Mandrake. As a Know Your Chain? Yeah, maybe at the very beginning, but I think we could revisit them. Let's revisit it. Yeah. Mandrake is kind of, at least for me, a legendary, yeah. I think a lot of people, even before they live here, they maybe even 
for foreigners, like more tourists go there, the people that actually live here. Yeah. Um, I've actually never been to the ones in Tokyo, and there's some really famous ones in like Shibuya and Shinjuku and stuff. Oh, yeah, and amazing. The thing that I used to just know them by, and it was one of those things that it was just so much to do here that I would have thought I would have gone there on my first trip, but it, it took me like, I think it took me until I lived here to actually go. It was just the way they looked. Um, I knew that they looked like caves, basically. Yeah. And you'll see very modern Tokyo architecture, you know, and then you just see like this cave place is like five stories high and they're very <laughs> vi- visually striking. And um, yeah, what, what are they known for besides their architecture? Uh, well, they're known for anime, manga and video otaku game kind of culture. Otaku culture. Right? Yeah, mm. they, they specialize in selling um, used used products. So yeah. it's things that, you know, secondhand CDs, secondhand mm. anime, secondhand magazines, secondhand whatever. Yeah, they have some really unusual stuff there, like um, just memorabilia, kind of like posters from. What did John buy? Uh, John was out here recently and he bought uh, the Pink Panthers premiere in the 80s, like the promotional poster for that, for a dollar, you know, 100, okay, 100 yeah, yen. Yeah. And he bought that for a friend back home that really loves Pink Panther. <laughs> and like he just cracked up, like, what kind of place? has pink panther stuff, yeah right? i mean it doesn't really match what else they have there i mean we've lived in japan long enough for me to know oh, yeah no that matches like pink panther and uh, astro boy you know like, yeah movie movie posters yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. but back home like you would that. just think like a video game store wouldn't have like some they have other stuff too like just weird kind of models like well they have toys they have statues they have um i meant models like famous actors and celebrities like just like posters or like um Card, postcards of them yeah like little like autograph you get like a piece of paper with their autograph on it like they sell autographs there yeah uh there's just like weird books too of like it reminded me of back when i used to collect sports cards or like x-men cards right you used to get those like special folder book things to keep them in there are just books on top of if you go to like a certain area there they're just filed away like a library and i i don't know what's in there but yeah. the world can only wonder yeah i've i've gotten some really good deals at mondrake i bought like um some dragon quest like uh the in, the monster encyclopedia mm. and it was like maybe 500 yen like it was really cheap like about five dollars u.s dollars yeah and um uh i bought records in there they usually the record selection is pretty small but um you could go back to uh japanese hero funk it's one of our episodes and uh yeah that's some of the my mandraki yeah, buys so i can see that um, uh, i was really struck i brought my wife there the first time I actually ever went in Umeda and in Kansai I think there's only two in Osaka one in Umeda one in Shinsaibashi and um yeah I'll never forget like yeah it was a little more pervy than we were ready for and it it had a stage and there was like a I don't know very anime-esque girl live you know the girl there singing songs but you know dressed in a very uh like a little cut top and yeah just some of the clientele that's in there too uh, or you just you'll see the material. And there's like this whole I forget how you say it. Some word is the e sound, and it basically means like very nudie guy, like guy on guy manga, and like girls are usually a fan of it. And yeah, there's this whole floor of just like regular office ladies, you know, like just the most innocent looking girls, just like I mean, got not say the guys like curves or anything, but yeah. just so normal. And just reading these books with the biggest smiles on their faces and stuff, and. Yeah, that's my first story. I felt happy know, to like have my wife there, that yeah. I could, like, kind of stand that floor just to be an exhibitionist and, like, watch them, you know? Yeah. I would have felt a little weird if I wasn't with her. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a rabbit hole to another dimension. 
Yeah, but I, I highly recommend if you're into anime, manga, video games, you have to stop into That's, a mandrake. Yeah. I would yeah. say even if you're not and you just want like a cultural experience, like you want to like experience a very strong sub genre of Japanese culture, just go check out my. It feels like a museum. It's like a free museum. Oh yeah, honestly. yeah, 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 and. Um, and there's something for everybody in a mandrake. You know? I think so too. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll definitely find something that's appealing, or something that's strange, or offend um, you. Yeah, something to offend you <laughs> that for you'll sure. put in the bag of shame when you. Yeah, buy there it. are definitely aisles I don't venture down. Yeah, you know, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but yeah, mandrake, uh, one of the classic uh, bags of shame suppliers. Yeah, every big city's got one too. So yeah, if you go to a major Kobe city, Kyoto. <laughs> really, Kyoto doesn't have one. I don't think so. I think we know about it. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. But least, Tokyo and yeah. Osaka for sure. I bet Nagoya's got one. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I'm yeah. yeah. Bag of shame. I think it tells you that Japan's a pretty conservative place overall. Um, I think the bag of shame is the material form of kind of that conservative nature, or like just they really respect privacy. You know, yeah. from blurring out uh, the faces and images still to um, yeah, the bag of shame. Have you ever seen those street um, the street uh, pick uh, magazines and stuff, but they they blur out people's eyes, but it's just like the tiniest strip, yeah, like, like a, across their it's eyes. It's almost like glasses that goes across across the eyes. But yeah, it's not enough. Sometimes it's, still, it's not that big. Like yeah, sometimes it's I'm just saying. like a cross. It's, it's not enough. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's to keep from facial recognition software from recognizing somebody. I but. feel like that's going away a bit more and more. Social media and all that, like whoever's fighting that fight, is kind of starting to give up a little bit. Yeah, um, but you still definitely see it. The yeah, mosaic face and a public photo. Face, yeah, yeah. Just still even just taking photos here in public at a shrine or even somewhere not holy. You know, I do feel conscious of getting people in the background because I know it's like a thing here not to do. Yeah, it's going away, but I still kind of feel it. Yeah, um, it's been a yeah more interesting episode, and we we had some segues that yeah I didn't think we'd go down, but yeah, sure, sure. it ended up working out great. Yeah. Um, anything else? No, but uh, write us if you've ever experienced the bag of shame or maybe wish you had a bag of shame and you didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let us know your experiences out here and uh, yeah, we'll maybe give you a quick uh, shout out in a future episode like we've been doing lately. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can find us across the internet at Japan 2.0. We're on your favorite podcast service. Uh, so make sure you rate us and subscribe. Uh, and yeah and we love hearing from you so please drop us a line anywhere you find us um, we always will get back to you so um, yeah, we appreciate everybody that's been dropping us lines lately yep. and you know giving us ideas for new episodes we really appreciate that so if you have an idea for a new episode make sure you reach out to us yeah and we'd uh, be happy to uh, you know follow through song of the show putting shame in your game <laughs> no, the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, yeah. So why <laughs> yeah. not? <laughs> do you, do you, have a, you don't have a Japanese song? Uh, no, I can't think of anything. Uh, uh, but I feel like it has to be something that you know we'd be a little bit ashamed to say we listen to. You know, uh, you have something? Sure. Recently, uh, I went to this Visual K show, and Visual K is like this goth meets anime. Meets, meets boy band meets oh, metal perfect. kind yeah. of uh, genre uh-huh. and uh, yeah I guess it's shameful for me to go there because the group of guys as if we were all males we were the only guys in the crowd of about yeah 300 people 
and uh, we're getting for sure lots of looks for being there for many reasons I'm sure but yeah a big part was like we were grown men in a crowd full of like on average of like yeah, 25 year old kind of young you know put together girls and the oh, I'm gonna have to search hard for this music but the group's name is Doubt 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 yeah oh, like an yeah. English name Doubt and uh, yeah they uh, the lead singer grew up in Koei but they got signed out in Tokyo, so they live out in Tokyo now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we never featured Visual K before on this show. But, no, no, this is good. This is perfect uh, for it. Local legends. Uh, they were really strict about filming. I actually put up, maybe I shouldn't say this, if you go to our live stream, uh, sorry, our uh, stories, Instagram stories, you can archive those now. So look at the top of that, and you'll see one called, like, Visual K Show, and you can see them. But, yeah, I learned later after already putting those up that they have, like, a really strict no-filming policy because we were uh, friends with the local lead singer they, they didn't stop us from doing that okay uh, yeah, so yeah. that might be some of the only live footage you see out there of this group um but yeah yeah you, you can check that out to really see the scene i mean it was it was wild that yeah is, that subculture is really interesting actually i know people back home that were really into visual k and yeah. like you know i know i follow some people online that are really into it right, right. and um it's the costumes are amazing and and the hairstyles are incredible my issue with visual k was always like i, I like metal and i like kind of like hardcore music with less like screaming vocals and stuff yeah and uh it looks like it would go that route and then I listened to it and it's just like really generic like J-pop rock yeah and I always felt like that, one that, of these things is, is not like yeah. the other like yeah and there's always I don't, I really hate Japanese like pop rock music I love Japanese rock but yeah. kind of the stuff you hear on the radio is not good and a lot of this visual case stuff kind of is that you know it's overly melodic yeah for me for my personal taste and um when I listened to this group in their videos I, I kind of found that same thing to be true but the live show was like really wild and crazy and it felt like yeah like metal or something yeah so i'm gonna have to try to find maybe it wasn't their big hits or something uh songs that i kind of liked more yeah i imagine it's one of those kind of musics where like when you see it live you really feel the music like you feel the yeah. instrumentation and stuff where uh, just listening to it in headphones and stuff just doesn't do it justice and i think you know with all the performance the like makeup, art yeah, and the yeah. uh, uh, production values yeah it, it brings the whole thing together it's like a big story or like an opera i felt kind of hooked like to be honest I have, I have enough hobbies and interests but there was a large portion of the night where i was like dude i, I want to like if this if the club has lots of kind of music but if it was just i could just show up there every weekend and like see that yeah i'd be like ready to go in like another month or two or like take you guys there you know and well it, it felt like a wormhole i could go down so Osaka has like a visual a visual K like scene, um, scene. Yeah. and uh, there's actually a place near where I used to work where they do the costuming and makeup okay. and I used to see guys go in there and come out and they'd be I like be on my lunch Different break person, drinking yeah. sodas and co- and coffees and stuff yeah. and there'd be all these guys standing around smoking or or walking around with guitars and uh it was all visual k guys so i know that that stuff can be pretty local so maybe we should check out a show someday yeah yeah, yeah. this guy's the lead singer of doubt his name is koki and he's also an inca singer inca's like a very classic traditional style of japanese singing yeah and uh when he's not uh the head man of doubt he does the inca singing and i heard he's like just as popular for for both so oh wow that's kind of crazy yeah yeah, really really interesting dude and group so Inca singers are interesting. Uh, I I, I read that comic, uh, 20th Century Voice. Yeah. And there is a big twist with an Inca singer, which is is fascinating. That's a good comic book. So when you go to Manjake, pick up uh, 20th Century Voice. You won't get the bag of shame for that one, probably. No. They might Uh, give it to you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah. Enjoy the first Visual K group we featured on here in Doubt. Yeah. See you. Until next time. Peace.